ladies and gentlemen. Today, we finally, the most anticipated... Okay, I can't, I, I can't play that anymore, or copyright. Anyway, today, we are finally taking another dive into my space theory and my fascination with space on today's episode of Opinion Central. I'm your host, Paul Donnell. I'm not joined by anyone today because Connor is going far, far and away in a galaxy that's not a way. He's, he's, he's uh, traveling. Uh, so you're, you're, you're here with me, and I'm talking my space theory. Anyway, cue that intro music. You know, <laughs> it's been about maybe 20 minutes between me filming that intro and now because uh, I realized that my clothes were done in the washer. So I had, a, I had to go and transfer them to the dryer so they could dry. Hmm. Anyway, uh... We're going to start off with the Reddit question. Although I am the only one here, I, I had a Reddit question picked out for Connor and I to do. Sadly, like I said, he is not able to record today. So I'm just going to do the Reddit question anyway because I, I kind of wanted to talk about it. Um, so this this question is asked by user crying-tiger. And they ask, which song has been so powerful and moving that you cried the first time you heard it? Now, I have to do some explaining for this one. So the song, I've listened to the song. Like, I, I saw that this artist released the song. And so I threw it on my playlist. And, you know, when I'm walking to class, whatever, it, it would kind of go through the shelf when I'd hear it. But I never actually listened to it. So I'm not counting it as, like, a first-time listen kind of deal. But then I, I went on YouTube, and I, I watched this person sing the song. And, I, you know, spoiler alert, it's... Uh, Demi Lovato and the song is anyone and I watched her perform it live at the Grammys and it was a moving experience so this song it, it, it talks about you know she's been through a lot you know drug use alcoholism she she struggled a lot in her past and this song is like a cry out to the public asking for anyone to help her and and send some love and it, it, the it's a piano based song it's just the piano and it starts off she gets maybe one line down and then she has to take a pause and you know the tear goes down her face and it's it's really moving and and then she finishes the song hits some beautiful notes gets a standing ovation uh, at the grammys or Oscars, I can't remember what it was, whatever one she was at. I'm going to put the video in the show notes so you can go and watch it. But it was such a moving video. I watched it, I think, like three times after that. Uh, and yeah, I, I I definitely, my eyes teared up for sure because just listening to those lyrics and listening to her emotions just 
spill out while she's singing the song. It, it's it's powerful. I definitely think it, it that yeah, that's my answer. There you go. Um, anyway, it's it's time to get on to the to the topic of today, and that's my space theory. But I think I need to do some explaining for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about. So a couple episodes ago, I actually have it pulled up. It was episode 28, and the title was Music That Hits the Soul. Uh, it, it was an episode where I think we we recommended some albums, some very powerful music like Anyone by Demi Lovato. And we had a Reddit question in the middle. And the Reddit question went along the lines of something like, what is something that you're 99.9% is true, but you have no proof of? All right. And I said that I believe all the ideas and uh, hypotheses and theories and all, all of what we've assumed of what's out there in space and how it works, I said it was all false. It was incorrect. Now, Connor, and I guess it's kind of a good thing he isn't here today because if any of you remember, if you listen to the episode, Connor attacked me hard for that. He was bringing up, oh, well, that's what scientists are for. They're here to tell us what this all means and and just a bunch of stuff. He 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 tried it. He definitely attacked me. Didn't like didn't like my answer to that question. Um, but I, I don't think he was really understanding the premise of the, the question itself of what are you 99% sure of but have no proof of? Because I don't have any proof whatsoever. I don't have some mysterious secret knowledge that, oh, yeah, the, the universe is actually ran by chocolate, on chocolate. No, I, I don't know. It's all, I don't know, okay? Um, so it was kind of funny. After we record that podcast, I remember I, I went into a Discord call with some other people, Connor, a couple of my cousins, brothers, friends. And I asked them, I'm like, hey, what, what do you guys think about this? And they all supported me. So it was really funny <laughs> because Connor was the only one who really didn't support my my uh, my theory. Um, so I'm here today to, to kind of maybe expand upon a little bit, talk about why I'm so fascinated with space and just a little bunch of little things. Um, and I was thinking... Before going into this, I was, I was thinking, okay, I could do some research and find some events in time where things were wrong and and try to build up a case. But then I realized, A, uh, I'm, I'm very, very lazy, so I, I really didn't want to do that. But also, B, I think that kind of ruins the point of I don't have any proof, right? I Now, now... With that being said, I did I did find one thing. I, I I have one little bit that I can tell you that can kind of support it because I watched this video a while ago and I was like, oh, okay, I can use this. Um, so the video is actually created by a YouTube channel called Minute Physics. Really cool YouTube channel. And I'm going to link the video also in the show notes so you can check that one out too. But pretty much what the video is it's about how Einstein was wrong with one of his theories and another guy corrected him. And I'm going to just read the description of the YouTube video. And this is going to be all the facts I'm going to use to base my entire theory off of, I guess. Uh, so the description is, uh, the video is about a Russian physicist, uh, Alec, Sander Friedman, who corrected Albert Einstein about the expansion of the universe. Einstein thought that general relativity 
implied that space had to be static and unchanging, but he had made a technical error regarding the differentiation of the metric. Uh, something blah, blah, blah. Fredman didn't make this differential ge geometric mistake. And the cosmetology, cosmolol, I don't know the words. I really don't. He pretty much, this, this Russian physicist found a mistake in Einstein's equations, problems, stating that the universe is static and unchanging. He fixed that mistake and then proved that the universe could be expanding or contracting or static or whatever. All right. So that, that's, that's my, that's my proof. Uh, but yeah, he, he pretty much, Einstein, and Einstein was very stubborn about it. When, when this guy came to Einstein, he was like, Hey, you have, you made a mistake. Einstein was like, yeah, right. No, it's, you know, he's Einstein. He, he has to have some ego. He's like, yeah, no, you're wrong. Don't even, don't even get out of here. I'm, I'm the, get out of the big time league. Okay. You don't know. And then a couple years later, the guy came back and he was like, Hey, you're still wrong. And Einstein was like, uh, okay, let me see. Let me see. And he, you know, looked at the notebook, uh, flipped, flipped the pages, went went through the page, and, and then realized, yeah, okay, I am wrong. And so Einstein was like, "Hey, general public, that's not how it works." So, so pretty much what I'm trying to get out here is that everything now, present day, that we use or yeah, you know, used to, to solve problems, the different equations and the way we think. I'm what my initial argument was against Connor and, and the whole world is that those problems or those equations are somehow wrong. Whether that be the wrong exponent or letter, I don't know, but I'm saying they're wrong in some way. And I I a hundred percent believe this to be true. I really do. Um, now, I am always still interested by the stuff that scientists predict with what we know now, and it's always fascinating to see how they figure out. Oh, this star is so many light years away, but it has this, this, and this, or oh, this planet that's. All the way over there, it's five times bigger than the sun. Yeah, it does that. Like, it's always so interesting and cool to hear what they have to say. But somewhere in my brain, I'm going, eh, but, you know, that could be wrong. That definitely could be wrong. Who knows? I mean, for all I know, we're, we're living, it's it's like a horns here, horn hears a who, and we're living on a speck of dust, and we're just in some other universe. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of saying, Whatever we got right now, it's not the final product. It's not confirmed, locked down. That's the way it is. Um, I, I, I firmly believe in 100 years, we're going to have something completely different. And that's just, that's just due to advances in technology and just the human brain. Because obviously, it's, it's just apparent. It's, it's visual. It's logical that it's logically seen, I mean, that 500 years ago, what people were thinking and seeing and all that is a lot different from what we see now, whether it's in science or just in general things. Um, so that that's kind of what I'm thinking and stating. Now, why am I, why do I care? Why am I so spaced out? Right. And I think this goes back to early childhood as all things do. Um, when I was young, I was a big Star Wars fan. 
I never really got into the Star Treks. I like them, but I'm not as big of a Star Trek fan as I am a Star Wars fan. I, I've collected Lego Star Wars. I have a huge Lego Star Wars collection. I've had that for some time. I loved the originals. The originals are they're, they're amazing. And then I also like the prequels. Now, my interest in Star Wars, the, the film franchise is kind of, it's, it's simmered down now that the, the most recent trilogy is out. But I've always loved space, I think, because of Star Wars. And then that love of Star Wars and space in the way George Lucas and they kind of show it led to my interest in other movies like Interstellar by Christopher Nolan, which is one of the craziest cinematic experiences I believe in any movie I've ever watched. And then that kind of led to The Martian with Matt Damon. I, I can't, I don't know who directed that one, but Matt Damon was in this and he, he was on Mars and it was just, it was a really, it was, it was kind of like if you took Castaway with Tom Hanks, and you you made it on Mars, and that was what The Martian was. But it was really good. I really enjoyed it. But anytime a movie comes out where it's set in space, I usually want to see it, just because I like seeing how not only directors portray space and and try to make it, I guess, because obviously you can't make it one to one as it would be up 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 and above. So it's always cool to see how different people perceive and, and look at how space works. But yeah, I've, I've always just enjoyed and I've always been interested in the idea of what's out there. What, what do we have? Because, uh, you know, you take any night, any night, and you look up and you see some stars. Those stars are so far away. I'm, I'm actually in, a, in an astronomy class this semester. And, you, you know, I'm learning about how stars are formed, how the spacing of them works, how some of them live to be 10 million years while others live to be 10 billion years and just all this really cool stuff. But, yeah, when you look at a star, mo most of the stars you see in the sky, they are bigger than the sun by a lot. And just thinking of that blows my mind. So, yeah, space is always it's always been really cool and really something that I've been interested in and. You know, if I could go up and go to the International Space Station or go walk on the moon, I would totally do it. So, I mean, Elon Musk or NASA, NASA whoever whoever's listening, send me an email. I'm down. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm where I'm at with this whole whole idea. This the, my space theory is very simple. I, I hope none of you were expecting a a four hour long deep dive into this because it's really me just saying, I think what we got now is wrong, which yeah, that that's pretty much it. That's the whole, that's my argument right there. That's a, that's, that's my punch. That's my one, two right there. But anyway, anyway, that's all I got. That, that was it. That was the long awaited. I, I want to play the star Wars theme again, but I already closed it out of my, my phone. So we're not doing it. But yeah, that's that's what I think. That's what I believe. And I'm I'm really, really excited to see how things go. I mean, I believe that by the end of this decade, by by the time we get to 2030, I believe we'll have someone on Mars or or we're gonna have stuff on the moon and it, we're gonna get a lot new, you know, discoveries and stuff once we get to these different locations. And I'm all like it's it's gonna be so cool. And I'm really excited to see how 
space exploration and all this kind of plays out for the rest of my life. I'm, I'm always going to keep an eye on it. So anyway, it's time, it's time to go to the final would you rather. Now, like I said, I usually make up the would you rathers based around the topic. Now, I feel like if I would have made the would you rather today and I was the only one on the podcast, it'd f- be kind of weird, right? Because obviously there'd be one answer I'd definitely choose. So I did, I looked up space would you rathers and I found this one. And the question is, would you rather discover the entire earth or go into space? So I'm going to kind of build up my arguments for both. My answer is go into space. I I, I definitely would want to go into space. But discovering the entire earth is such a cool idea too, because yeah, we, we really don't know what's going on in our planet. There's species we're discovering every every day and there's just so much stuff we don't know that i feel like if we did discover the entire earth and know like just knew what was going on i i feel like so much would change or, or i i don't know necessarily change but i don't know we might get a jurassic island somewhere we might start making dinosaurs i don't know but i feel like a lot of cool stuff would happen if we did know what all was on the earth and that's also not like I definitely think that there are some extremely rare creatures that people may think are extinct or not existent existing anymore that could be around. I, I definitely like the the dodo bird. He could still be flying around. Or you take like the Loch Ness monster or the megalodon. They could be in deep deep ocean somewhere. There's there's no proof saying they're not right. So I, I definitely think there's still a lot. Of cool things we can find on Earth, but I just think there's a lot more cooler stuff you can find in space because that's like I don't know. That's like saying I want to go do some metal detecting on the beach, so I'm gonna go metal detect on the East Coast. I have a lot to work with. Could find some really cool stuff, or I'm gonna go metal detect at. I don't know, like some local lake that has sand around it. Still could find some cool stuff, I guess. But what you're working with is obviously not as incredible. So that's that's why I would choose to go into space. Because I just think there's more opportunity to run into something like an alien or I, I don't know. Something like that. And I definitely do think there's other living life out there. It would just be, I think, dumb not to believe that. Because when you think of how small, how, how small of a speck, n- not just Earth is, but this, the Milky Way galaxy is compared to everything out there, it's, it's insane. So us thinking, hey, we're, we're the only things in this entire universe. And I'm not saying there's other humans, but other creatures, other living life, aliens, you know, other intelligent life. I, you know, I could see it. So I definitely think there's something else out there for sure. And I think the possibility of running into that, if we, if we, you know, try at it, it could, it could happen anyway. Anyway, I hope you all, I hope you all enjoyed, enjoyed the podcast. I, uh, I got 40 more minutes until I gotta go get, get my clothes out of the dryer. So yeah. Anyway, I'm going to leave those those couple videos I mentioned throughout the episode, the uh, incredible 
emotionally hitting music music performance by Demi Lovato at the Oscars, Grammys, Emmys, one of those. <laughs> and uh, the uh, Minute Physics video about Einstein being wrong. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I, I've been kind of looking forward to it for some time. And uh, I'll see you all soon. Uh, peace. Thank you.